Yay, starting. We are starting. <laughs> um, so I'm coming down with a cold. Oh no. It's great. Uh, so if I start sounding super stuffy at any point or <laughs> I have to yeah. stop to blow my nose, I apologize now. <laughs> That's okay. <clears throat> and I'm be probably drinking a lot of water. That's okay. I have orange juice. Nice. Orange juice is delicious. Mm-hmm. Do you uh, like your orange Josh. juice with or without pulp? Um, I really am not one that cares. Mm, okay. As long as it's delicious. Nice. <laughs> Some orange juice just doesn't taste good. Oh, that makes sense. Oh, artichokes. <laughs> wi Fi, data, all the things. Mm-hmm. The things we do so we can com- comfort in the home of our own. <laughs> Record in the comforts of our home. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. It's going to be a fun, <laughs> dreary, I feel like, episode. Oh, but no. the animal I have is super cute, and I'm all, I'm super excited to talk about it. So, Is it a mammal? We're doing this. Nope. Does it have an A in it? Nope. <laughs> Hello, animal lovers. Welcome to the Animal Facts Podcast. I'm Nicole. And I'm Jayla. We just want to remind everyone that we are not professionals, just animal enthusiasts. We love learning about them, talking about them, and discovering new ones. And all the crazy things that they can do. There are so many animals out there, and they are all so different. If we are misinformed, please email us at animalfactspodcast at gmail.com so we can correct ourselves. Some of the things we say may also just be our opinions. So just a reminder, we are enthusiasts, not professionals. Thanks Thanks for for joining us. us. Enjoy! Welcome, animal fact lovers. We are here today with our podcast, and I'm a little (laughs) bit having a cold. (laughs) So words and sentences and things are just not coming easy to me <laughs> no but sniffles are <laughs> sniffles and runny noses are are my buddies today uh and i apologize now if you can hear the puppies they're they're learning how to project very well <laughs> they just want all of the attention um so i'm sorry but i'm nicole and i'm jayla i do not have puppies and i do not have a runny nose or a cold. <laughs> so I'm just she's here. She's got orange juice and she's great. <laughs> I, I do have orange juice. Tonight. They might sound like they're dying in the garage, but I assure you they are not. <laughs> no, they just got a story and they want to let you know. <laughs> yes, they're, they're just barking at each other because one of them probably has a toy that the other one wants. And mm-hmm. there's five of them, so they all kind of get a little crazy. <clears throat> that makes sense. Yep. Anyways, what is our personal question this week? <laughs> our personal question is, what is your favorite video game? Oh. Like, currently to play or? Currently or of all time? Of all time. Oh, man. 
I would say currently I play, if I play a video game, it's mostly Animal Crossing on the Switch, New Horizons. Mm-hmm. When I was younger, I played a lot of, <laughs> I also played a lot of Animal Crossing when I was younger, but I also really enjoyed mm-hmm. playing Crash Bandicoot. Mm-hmm. I really liked one. Crash Bandicoot. But the game that's probably got majority of my hours on it from, like, my, throughout my whole life is The Sims games. Mm-mm. That's fair. That makes sense. I've spent a lot of time in my days playing Sims. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Making yep. some weird relationships. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All the drama. I don't have drama in my real life, so I made all of the drama in The Sims. All the people having all the affairs and all the teen pregnancies. And <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. yeah. All the cheating. <laughs> all the mystery ne- men babies. <laughs> I never got into The Sims, but I, I've heard quite a few tales. <laughs> yep. No drama in my real life, but... Ooh! But a game, I guess... Games that I really, really like to play, but I don't play nearly enough, but I probably should, but I don't, mm. is the Nancy Drew games. Mm, okay. I really like Nancy Drew. Yeah. You got those mysteries. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Suspenseful mysteries. Yeah. Nice, yep. nice. What about you? Um, To answer both questions, Miss Pac-Man. Oh. Yep. Miss Pac-Man is my go-to. It's a go-to stress reliever. Uh, when I'm bored, I had it on Game Boy Color. I had a friend who installed it on my computer. Um, I now play it for free on all of the different ways you can play it. But I do still have a Game Boy Color floating around here somewhere. And that is nice. probably my favorite way to play Miss Pac-Man. Um I played it in arcades, and I feel like that's just more frustrating to me because I feel like the delay between the joystick and what mm-hmm. happens on the screen is a lot farther. <laughs> like, that gap just gets bigger, and it's yeah. so frustrating to me. Um, but I like Miss Pac-Man. Uh, I like it more than Pac-Man because that's the game I grew up with. Like, I didn't have Pac-Man. Mm-hmm. I only had Miss Pac-Man, so... It's my favorite. Nice. It's definitely got the most time put into it, even though you can't really log those hours. (laughs) That's okay. That's Mm -hmm. awesome, though. Yeah. Those games give me a lot of anxiety. (laughs) Oh, they're my favorite. (laughs) They're fun, but I get so, like, tense and stressed when I'm doing it. Anytime I'm getting chased, I'm like. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. All right. So cool. are you ready for a trivia slash a new version of it? I am so ready. What are we doing? Okay. So I want to kind of play 20 questions. Okay. But I don't actually have like the little 20 questions game thing. Okay. I want one. My mom has one. She's looking forward to see if she can find it for me. And we're going to do it throughout, like, future episodes, too, to see if 20 questions can guess our animals. Okay. Um, so we're going to do kind of like that. So I want to give you the most possible chance of guessing this animal right. <laughs> so I'm going to give you a few of the, tr- like, I'm going to, I have trivia questions for you. 
they're more going to be like hints for you. Okay. Um, and then you can ask me, we're going to say like 10 questions instead of 20. And then if you can guess it by the end, awesome. If not, that's fine too. <laughs> it is a very unique animal, but you never know. But okay. You can, like, I will answer to the best of my knowledge. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm cool. ready. Okay. So I'm going to give you your three trivia questions, aka hints, and then you can ask me whatever questions you want, and we'll, like, say you get ten. Okay? Okay. Cool. Okay. Um, so there, there's a white strip behind the eyes of this animal that fades with age. Um, it is the only living member of its genus, and they don't have any known subspecies. And carrot... Uh, Keratoshiles insulcta is its scientific name. <laughs> Keratoshiles insulcta is its scientific name. <laughs> I had to listen to the pronunciation of it so many times, and I basically spelled it out to Keratoshiles insulcta. <laughs> Ask your questions. Well, it's not a mammal. Nope. It doesn't have an A in it. Nope. And now I have these hints. Yep. Is it... A... Nah. (laughs) (laughs) That doesn't count. Is it a nah? (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's not a mammal. Is it a bird? Nope. Is it aquatic? Yes. Is it a fish? No. Oh. I don't know how many questions that was. I think that's three, yeah, three. or four. Yeah, three. three. Mm-hmm. Um, is it a type of crustacean? No. Okay. You said it's not a fish? Correct. What other kinds of animals are aquatic? I don't know. Sharks? Alligators? <laughs> yes. Turtles? Do they is it a turtle? Have... It is a type of turtle. Okay. Okay. Is it a sea turtle? No, that has no. an A in it. I retract that question. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you got five. You have five more. It's a turtle. Mm-hmm. Is it in Finding Nemo? I don't think so i don't think so listeners i want you to know that nicole made this very intense thinking face (laughs) (laughs) Um, when i tell when when we get to certain parts about its information you'll understand why i had to think hard about it (laughs) okay is it it's a turtle Lives in the sea. I guess it doesn't live in the sea. Does it live in salt water or fresh water? Fresh water. Oh. It's not a snapping turtle because that has an A in it. (laughs) I don't know what kind of turtle it's going to be. 
You're at seven. You have three more questions. Does it have a shell? <laughs> yes. <laughs> um... It's not the giant tortoise, is it? Because that has no. an A in it. Does tortoise but have I... an A in it? Or I guess giant wood. Yeah. Yeah. No, but I know is... they're super old. Yes. The Galapagos. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't know if I have any more questions. It's a turtle. Yes. Is it a turtle? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hmm. Is it green? Uh, kind of. <laughs> Not really. No. Oh, interesting. Okay. <laughs> no, I had to reread it its a- appearance. <laughs> Is it a mud turtle? I think that's my last question. A mud turtle. <laughs> I was thinking sand turtle or grass oh. turtle. Like, does it but, live in the mud? But there's no A in mud, so I figured <laughs> that was a safe guess. I mean, it sometimes is hanging out in mud. Uh, <laughs> All right, are you ready? Or do you have a final guess of what kind of turtle? No, no I think I'm just going to stick with turtle. All right, drum roll, please. Wait. I have one more question. Oh, okay. Is it a carrot-eating turtle? <laughs> uh, I mean, maybe. I don't think oh. they get exposed to carrots very often. Well, then it but they might carrot be able- in its name. <laughs> it's definitely not. It's how I wrote it down to pronounce it. It's spelled C-A-R-E-T-T-O-C-H-E-L-Y-S space I-N-S-C-U-L-P-T-A. Is its scientific name? That's too long. We're just gonna it's call it the carrot turtle. Name. <laughs> its common name is much better than carrot. <laughs> oh. Maybe not. Carrot's actually a pretty good name for a turtle. <laughs> the carrot turtle. All if right, drum as roll. A, as a pet. It is the pig-nosed turtle. Oh. So it could live in the mud. It could. It and does. It could eat carrots. It could. It could. It doesn't. I don't think you're exposed to very many carrots. <laughs> oh my gosh, these puppies are so obnoxious. I'm sorry. Um, they're really oh, cute. All I got was. <laughs> oh, maybe that's because I Googled something else. I put big nose carrot. <laughs> I was like, there's a turtle. What do you even get when you Google that? Just carrots. You just get carrots. And then it suggests pig nose oh. turtle, which is actually what I want. But yes, you do want the pig nose turtle. I was going to look at what they look like. <laughs> they're cute. Oh, they're cute. Mm-hmm. They're really cute. They are ah, also the known as. Nose. Uh-huh. They're also known as the fly river turtle. Which also okay. does not have an A in it. <laughs> hmm. um, it so not. they belong to the reptile family group, I guess. They mm-hmm. are a reptile. Okay. They're cute. 
Yeah. So for people who do not have a picture to look at, this is kind of a description of what they look like. The pignose turtle has flippers that they use like paddles to help them swim. So think similar to a sea turtle rather than like a tortoise sea turtle. Um, mm-hmm. And then they have a leathery shell rather than a hard shell. So they're soft shell rather than like that hard bony shell. Um, and then they have a fleshy pig-like snout with large nostrils that they use as basically a snorkel. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, they're pretty cute. (laughs) They're these little soft shelled turtles with flippery things and claws and a pig nose. It's pretty cute. Like a long pig nose. It's not just like two giant nostril holes. It's not like Penelope. It's more like a pig pig um and then yeah and their flippers are thin like bat Mm -hmm. wing almost yeah they're cute the plastron which is the belly part of their shell is cream colored with the carapace which is the top back part of the shell like the main part people see um and that can vary in different shades of browns to dark grays And then they have flat, broad limbs with two claws on each with their enlarged pectoral flippers. And then the pig-nosed turtles also have really strong jaws and short tails. And an adult size depends on its habitat. So, meaning that they have an indeterminate growth. Indeterminate growth. So, like a lot of other, like snakes and uh certain animals that kind of keep growing as they get bigger um or older i mean and then also mm-hmm. based on their location so like if you have a pet bala shark if you want them to be really big they need a really big tank the smaller mm-hmm. the tank the smaller the fish is going to stay uh same that thing with sense. the turtle so if you want your turtle to get big they need a really big space um so that is why it just kind of depends on their habitat uh so Individuals that are near the coast um, tend to be larger than those in rivers. And then the females usually are bigger, larger than the males, but the males have longer and thicker tails. What a day to be recording. Colds, dogs, cats, (laughs) babies. Mocha. Oh my gosh. Literally, as soon as you said that, (laughs) Mocha decided to cause trouble. (laughs) It's just, it's just the fate of today. <laughs> it's, yeah. This it episode's really going to be really long, but we're going to be trimming so much of it out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, goodness. Okay. Um, so the snout allows the turtle to breathe at the surface of the water while the rest of the body remains submerged, preventing it from being exposed to potential predators. And then adults can be as large as half a meter long with an average weight of 22 and a half kg. And an average length is um, of the shell is like 40-ish centimeters long, um, 46. And then converting that, they can basically weigh anywhere from 50 to, 60, 50 to 66 pounds and be total length about 22 to 28 inches. Um, but that is also depending on their habitat again because that is the average but there's obviously some bigger ones and smaller ones because if they have a bigger habitat they're going to be bigger they have a smaller habitat they're going to be smaller right and then 
Earlier this week, you asked me if they had teeth, and I was like, I have no idea. <laughs> I looked so hard to find out if they have teeth, and no one could clearly give me an answer. <laughs> but based on photos and other research, I'm making an educated guess slash assumption that they do not have teeth. Okay. So, because they have really strong muscles and jaws and stuff rather than yeah. teeth. Well, thank you for looking into it. <laughs> I did. I looked really hard. Uh, but I couldn't watch someone's going to be like, it was just on this Google search. And I'll be like, well, I researched a lot of it while I was sick. So, forgive me. <laughs> yeah. History. So, how long do you think pignose turtles have been around? One billion years. Whoa. I don't know. Is there even an animal that's been around for a billion years? What was on the earth a billion years ago? I don't know. I feel like so many of the animals we look into is like, like the jellyfish is like 500 million years, you know? True. The napkin's barking. They're all turds. (laughs) Those weren't around a billion years ago. Um. Yeah, actually, I don't. I don't know. I think that's too old. Algae. The initial answer is algae. I don't know turtles. Maybe like five hundred thousand years ago. Five hundred thousand. Not a bad guess. <laughs> really? Is that close? Uh, no. <laughs> oh. You're very off on both guesses. Oh. <laughs> okay, so the pignose turtle is the sole surviving member of its entire family, and it dates back 140 million years ago. Oh. Which is more than 70 million years before the extinction of the dinosaurs. So they've been around oh. for a long time. And then 7,000-year-old aboriginal rock paintings in Australia depict turtles with pig-like noses, and scientists could not identify them, uh, like, identify those animals that they were seeing in the images until 1886, when the turtles were first, dis- like, discovered in the Fly River area of Papua New Guinea. That's cool. So they're on cave drawings? They are. They're on cave drawings. And scientists were like, what are these animals? And it wasn't until 1886 that they were like, oh. That's cool. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is why, so their area that they live in is Papua New Guinea and Australia. So when you asked about Finding Nemo, I was like, I had to think really hard about it because they would be in that environment. That's true, yeah. (laughs) So I was like, Finding Nemo takes place in Australia, and they live in Australia. Right. Are they in that movie I'm anywhere? Sure. But then also thinking back, they're not sea dwelling, so right. So if they're freshwater, that makes mm-hmm. sense. So then I really didn't have to think that hard about it, but I still did because <laughs> you never know. It's true. All right. So what do you it's think cool. their conservation status is? Uh, I feel like they're endangered. They are endangered. Yeah. It's sad, but true. That makes sense. 
um, their population and their numbers are declining. So in New Guinea, the numbers have declined almost 60% in the past 30 years. And it's large, like mostly due to the human consumption of them. What? Is it cause- and also oh, international pet trade. So. Sad. And then in Australia, their threats include like habitat degradation and the pollution from mining and decrease in the water levels due to agricultural use. So because of us being humans and living our human lives, we are also Awful making humans. those numbers drop. Uh, because we like to eat them and trade them and have them as pets and take away their land and their water for our own enjoyment. So they Dope. are endangered. <laughs> um, yeah, but you can see them at zoos and you can own them as pets, which I'll talk about at the very end about them being pets and stuff. So, And you can eat them. Uh People say they're good with protein. They're a good source of protein, but no, do they I don't taste want like chicken? to eat them. No idea. I didn't look into it. I felt weird enough looking into like, how do I own one? How yeah. much do they cost? Knowing that they are also in like the illegal pet trade that I was like, eh, but they're not illegal to own necessarily. It just depends mm. on where you're at. So Interesting. you just need okay. the right paperwork yeah need to know the right person too mm-hmm. <laughs> it's good and bad mm-hmm. all right so diet and hunting these turtles are do you want to guess what they eat are they like carnivores omnivores herbivores i feel like they could be omnivores especially if they don't have teeth yep they are omnivores so cool. they feed on plants, fruits, flowers, insects, crustaceans, fish, and they will also scavenge dead mammals. Hmm. Um, so, like, in Australia, they sometimes could find the bits and pieces in their stomachs of flying foxes, which is a type of bat. Um, what? Yeah, so they will eat dead animals that are in the water. So they don't think that oh, they, like, oh, that catch them out yeah. of the air. They think that it's from when a bat falls into the water, like, and it's dead or something yeah. else kills it and it's just there. They'll eat that. So. That makes more sense. I was like, yes. how did they, why? How do they get out of the water to catch a flying bat? Yeah. Yeah. So they think it's mostly just from other animals killing them or if they just happen to die or fall out of the tree or whatever and they're in the water. And then yeah, along that makes comes sense. the pig-nosed turtle. And it's like, ooh, food. Om nom nom. Because I'm an omnivore. Om nom before. Om nom nom before. Omnivore. It okay. sounds like an enemy. <laughs> you my enemy. My nemesis enemy. Um. So after hatching... Uh, they, like, their little babies will actually eat the leftover yolk from the egg uh, for that nutrients. As they grow is when they start to turn in, like, turn towards more forms of aquatic life, such as insect larvae, small shrimp, snails, things that are easy for them to catch and eat while they don't have to, like, leave their protective holes. Um, that makes sense. And then as they get bigger and grow and make their way into the water, that's when they start eating other things. And then they're adult size, so they can eat whatever. 
Um, so they have really strong jaws that help them eat with massive muscles that are attached at the back of their skulls. And this adaption helps with defense. <laughs> are you trying to be turtle? Ah, no more. Ah, no more. Ah, no more. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I just keep looking at the screen and pop, I just like opening keep your opening mouth. and closing my mouth without any teeth showing. Uh-huh. Because I'm also, like, thinking of how my muscles would have to attach back there. Mm-hmm. And, and how if strong they'd have to be yeah. to be able to eat things. Uh, so, but they do also have, so they have those tough muscles to help them eat more heartier meals and then they also have claws those claws on their forelimbs that they use for tearing their food apart so they are able to like shred it and get into smaller pieces for them to like munch it easier down um that makes sense so it's like shredded pork yeah shredded bat (laughs) or like to order some shredded bat fruit that's why i was like they might be able to eat carrots i'm not sure (laughs) Because they don't really get carrots where they live in the water. They get fruit and stuff and nuts, but they don't really get carrots. But if they can eat nuts and crustaceans, I feel like they should be able to eat a carrot if it gets presented to them. Because they eat plants and things. Alright. They're threats and predators. So we already know humans are a big threat to them. So we're going to talk about their other predators first, and then we'll talk about our role, which is annoying, I know. So Big dummy, dummy heads. Right. The adult pignose turtles uh, are relatively well protected from predators because of their tough shells. Even though they're not like a hard shell, they're still really Mm. tough leather and thick skin. Um, So they're still well protected. And then they have, they are like really agile and speedy in the water, which can help them avoid crocodile attacks. So they can swim away and like dodge crocodiles and get away from them because they're actually pretty agile and fast. And then they will hide in the mud and loose gravel or be under submerged branches. Mm. Nice. That is how they stay safe. Um, So the increased commercial activity in their environment is bringing the species into closer contact with humans, as mm. well as livestock, feral animals, and agriculture. Um, those things are coming in closer, which is threatening their habitat and that their, like the species. So it's encroaching on their space and taking over their space that they're being less and less protected and safe and less and less space to live in um, without harm. And then... Example of the livestock, since the introduction of the water buffalo in northern Australia, their nesting sites are being trampled, and then also the water vegetation the turtles eat is being trampled by the water buffalo, so they're not having safe places to have their babies, and they're not getting as much food, and then especially during the dry season, it's being eaten by the water buffalo, so they're taking their food, and... Are water buffaloes not originally in northern australia i guess not (laughs) huh interesting anyways sorry that was my thought process of like (laughs) 
That means they weren't there before. Yeah. Which means that they're... Oh, interesting. Maybe they were in a different part of Australia and they brought got brought up north. Maybe. Hmm. Yeah. Since their introduction, they are destroying their food and their nests. Um, And then they are also being caught for food and trading, being traded at markets, and also for illegal pet trade. And then people and animals, so they're actual predators in the wild, lizards and such, and that, along with humans, are taking their eggs because they like their eggs um, both Sad. to eat, and then the people take their eggs to sell for pet trade, but mostly to sense. eat. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Yep. That's sad. You said yeah. their shell is made out of leather, though? Their shell, yeah. Like yeah. their actual turtle shell, not their egg. <laughs> right, right, right. Not their egg shell. <laughs> Little leather pieces. <laughs> Can you imagine like, laying a leather egg? <laughs> That sounds Imagine so hard. Imagine having to like hatch out of that. Oh, uh, oh man! Have to like gnaw your way out. That's what they have the claws for. Yeah, I mean, maybe it would. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, no. <laughs> but yes, their thinking... their shells are leather like. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're not leather, but they're leather like. They're not a right. hard. When you imagine a turtle, you imagine they're like really bone hard. Right. Shell. They're a soft shell, so it's mm. not hard like that. They're Yeah. They feel more like no, leather. That makes sense. I was just thinking of like how many things we use leather for. Mm. And then if you're also by like stealing these sh- turtles out of their little habitats for their leather goods. It's Aww. a whole nother leathery ball game. It's sad. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what they would use their shells for because it's because it's not leather, so I'm not sure. It's interesting. I didn't look My initial it. thought was like Vikings and their breastplates, <laughs> their hats. <laughs> Weird. So I feel like a turtle shell would be pretty hard. Yeah. Protective I mean, gear. It obviously, but... it's tough. So. Yeah. Anyways, that was my thought process. <laughs> Mario. <laughs> the shells yeah. that become damage. Yeah. Just jump right. on them. Ba-doom. Ba-doom. <laughs> <laughs> Is that how you do it? The Mario sound? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. All right, so their environment. The pignose turtle is distributed... You can find them across the southern lowlands of New Guinea and uh, the northeast of the Northern Territory of Australia. They're, they inhabit several rivers within that territory, including Victoria and Dally River. I think I'm saying that right. I'm not sure. Sorry, Australia. Uh, and then they inhabit freshwater and estuarine bodies of water. Which I had to look up what that means. I was like, is that just an estuary? Also, what even is an estuary? I don't know, okay. but I know the word. Do you know what it means? No. Are you going to teach me? I am going to teach you. Because cool. it's like we know what the word. We know the word. We recognize the word. But yeah. actually knowing what the word means, I'm like, I don't actually know. So right. an estuary is a particular uh, partially enclosed coastal body of brackish water 
with one or more rivers or streams flowing into it and with a free connection to the open sea. And then I was mm, like, what is okay. brackish water? Because <laughs> I don't know what that means either. Do you? No. What is that? Perfect. It is slightly salty as in a oh. mixture of river water and seawater. So when that you asked sense. if they're wa- fresh water or salt water, like seawater, I was like, Freshwater, because they are freshwater turtles, but okay. they can handle slightly salty water because they'll live that in estuaries, sense. which because like that body of water that connects both the freshwater and the sea water. So like right. that mix they can live in. They can't live in full seawater, but they can live right. in the slightly seawater. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yep. Yep. I never really thought of where this where the river meets the sea and what that would be called and if it would be salt it's an or estuary. fresh water right <laughs> things we learn <laughs> huh cool yeah. so you can find them on beaches or in ponds rivers creeks lakes brackish water <laughs> and then also thermal springs <laughs> okay. now that we know what brackish nice. means um i like that it's ish <laughs> Yeah. Because it is, like, salty-ish water. (laughs) Fresh-ish water. It's just an ishy water. (laughs) No, I like it. Ishy water. It's just an ishy water. (laughs) Ish. It's like if you ish. Instead of if you wish. If you ish. Ish. You can live here if you ish. (laughs) Oh, okay. Uh, females prefer sandy, flat rock microhabitats, whereas males prefer isolated log microhabitats. And both males and females like ribbon weed bed microhabitats. And I was like, microhabitats. I know what those words mean, but what exactly is that in like this exact context? It is a habitat which is of a small or limited extent from which differs in a character from what some surrounding or more extensive habitat. Basically, they're in their normal habitat, and then if there's, like, the little beachy area or more, like, loggy area, those mm. are the microhabitats within the habitat. That makes sense. There are yep. many habitats within a habitat. Yep. It's basically the preference they prefer. <laughs> like, do you yeah. like the suburbs or the city? <laughs> that makes sense cul-de-sacs versus streets like sh- you know what i mean yeah neighborhoods I know what versus you mean. the cul-de-sac <laughs> anyways it's just a preference basically and they found that females prefer the sandy flat stuff and the males prefer the log stuff <laughs> mm. but they all like the ribbon weed <laughs> whatever ribbon weed is um, and then during the wet season, pignose turtles usually migrate into the lower estuary floodplains. So mm-hmm. they change where they go based on the season. Nice. Yeah, which leads us into behavior. 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 Behave. You're. <laughs> you behave. Omnivore. Uh, ish. <laughs> so, in the wild, ish. 
<laughs> and then omnivore-ish. <laughs> I feel like omnivores are like the herbivore carnivore-ish. That is the omnivore, which is maybe why they're called omnivores, because they'll just go like om nom nom to anything. Om nom nom nom. Right? <laughs> yes, yes. Herbivore-ish. Carnivore-ish. Carnivore-ish. Omnivore. <laughs> what are you? Omnivore. Maybe that's how it was. Well, nice to meet you, Nivore. <laughs> <laughs> Omnivore. Tarzan Jane. Omnivore. (laughs) Oh, gosh. All right. So, in the wild, they appear to be a social species. However, they're actually very aggressive. (laughs) They're considered to be highly aggressive towards each other and other types of turtles in captivity as well. And it's not necessarily that they're super territorial of their space. They're just, like, they because they move around that they're not super protective of where they're living. It's more like, this is my log right now. <laughs> Go away, I don't like you. But they are, like, found in large areas together. So there's, like, a lot of them in the same space, but they're not, like, buddy buddies, you know? They're aggressive. Yeah. Um, So they're not territorial to their nesting areas or in general really anything um but they are oddly aggressive i don't know they're weird and then they move according to the wet and dry seasons they just want to be where the water's at uh females travel together though especially when specifically when they're ready to lay eggs Mm. and then we'll talk more about that later and then after the hatchlings reach the water, they never leave the aquatic habitat except to lay oh. eggs. So the females are the only ones that ever leave the water and only to lay eggs. Otherwise, oh, okay. they just are always in the water. Uh, and then they have that elongated snout, which has its protruding nostrils to help them inhale air while without being exposed. So they can literally just have their nose in the air and they're swimming around. <laughs> literally like a snorkel yeah yeah that's funny mm-hmm. it's clever so that's what they uh, do with their time and how they act and behave yes. snorkeling around in the water being aggressive oddly enough but also fine to be in a big large group um so aggressive ish aggressive ish they're just a very ish animal <laughs> They're turtle-ish, and they're pig-ish. <laughs> Aggressive-ish. Omnivore-ish. Old-ish. Oh, gosh. Salt-ish. Fresh-ish. <laughs> they're a little salty. Uh, <laughs> Just ish. <laughs> but they are endangered. <laughs> Not-ish. Not-ish. Not-ish with the endangerment. Um, that they're illegal-ish because <laughs> they're not illegal, but they are not. At the, you know, yeah, yeah. It's good weird. pets. They're weird. Ish. <laughs> yes. Um. So for their life cycle, males reach their sexual maturity between the ages of. Do you want to guess? Ten. Two. Almost. Oh. Older. Oh. Uh. Uh. Fifteen. Oh, basically right in the middle. 14 to 16. Oh, so okay. you got the average. <laughs> nice. Um, 
So yeah, because they're turtles, they live longer, so their sexual maturity happens later than a lot of other animals we talk about. So the males hit their sexual maturity between 14 and 16, and the females, do you want to guess the female's age? I'll give you a hint, it's older. A little older. 20. Pretty much. 20 to 22. okay. (laughs) So. Nice. Yep. Basically, a female is sexually mature when I got married. <laughs> and a male is sexually mature when I was in high school. That's awkward. <laughs> uh, I mean, humans, what is our yeah. sexual maturity? You know? I don't know if we really want to talk about that. Our maturity is a different <laughs> subject. <laughs> yeah. One day maybe we'll talk about homo sapiens, but probably True. not. We're too complicated. <laughs> yeah. We're a bit much. Clearly. We're more than ish. We're endangering ish everything else. <laughs> oh, goodness. Okay. So... Females lay their eggs in shallow holes close to the water, and then the fully developed embryos will delay hatching until the environmental cues signal the onset of the wet season. So Hmm. they won't hatch until wet season happens, so they basically just chill, and they put themselves on pause. Isn't that cool? That is kind of cool. Until the... The signs are in the weather and everything lines up right. That's right. And the clouds I align. I saw the sign. I opened <laughs> up the clouds. I saw the sign. The it's weather is flooded down in. now. Come on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what is the song about weather? I don't know. Anyways, uh, (laughs) so the maternal (laughs) choice of nest site can have a great impact on the development of the babies um, because it's a reptile. I don't know if all reptiles have this or I know alligators and I think crocodiles do, but so do turtles apparently. At least these turtles. I don't know about all turtles. Um, So the sex of the baby is determined on the temperature. Mm. So, they, for both males and females to be produced, the eggs need to be incubated at 32 degrees Celsius, and then for males to be only produced, it has to be a, it has to be decreased by a half a degree, and for just females, it has to be increased by a half a degree, which... Mm-hmm. I did not do the Fahrenheit conversion for because Fahrenheit and Celsius is gets confusing. Yeah. When I have to no, talk that makes about sense. increasing and decreasing. Yeah. <laughs> so if you want girls and boys, they need to be incubated at thirty two degrees Celsius. But they are a temperature dependent sex creature. <laughs> yeah. No, that makes sense. I've heard that with um is it it's alligators, right? Yeah, we talk yeah. about it in the Mother's Day episode that that's the same yeah. thing with alligators. So the moms yeah. will usually stay with the nests and try to regulate the temperature to keep it at that sweet spot, but it doesn't mm-hmm. always happen. Right. Um, yeah. The turtles do not stay with the eggs and regulate okay. the temperatures for the sweet spot. They just, they basically look for the perfect place, lay their eggs in their holes, and then leave um, like most other turtles do. So, um, but little is known about their actually their actual like mating habits because 
it all happens in the water. So they're not really sure what goes on and how, like, if they have any rituals or if there's, like, a way that they pick male versus female. Like, they don't know how mm-hmm. they make their decisions or how they do that or if there's any they don't fighting. Know. They don't know. They don't know what happens after the lights go out. That's right. In that murky, murky water. They, uh, mm. all they know is that the males use their flippers and their claws to hold on to the female shells. And then they also sometimes bite their necks because the females will come out with injuries and bite marks on their necks sometimes. Mm. So they think it's the way that the male holds on mm. um, to okay. keep his grip <laughs> to do So he doesn't deed, just float away. Slip off. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, but other than that, like, they don't really know anything about their mating habits. And they do know, though, that the males never come out of the water, so they do their deed, and then they go off on their own, and they're like, okay, bye. (laughs) And the females are like, I need to find the perfect nesting spot, and they take a lot more care into where Mm -hmm. their babies are going to be than the males. The males don't care. Yeah. They don't care. Um, And so the females will actually uh, communicate with one another to look for the best place to have their babies. That's cool. Yeah. So they... Oh, where am I? I skipped a couple bullet points, but that's okay. I can backtrack. I gotta... You know, like, when you scroll and then you lose your spot? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's what just happened. I was, like, in the middle of one and I lost it. (laughs) Okay. So the females look... They, so they travel in a group and they communicate with each other about the best places to have their eggs. So they're looking for mm-hmm. a place that has good soil, um, a good amount of moisture. It's easy for them to make like a nest chamber. There's very few to no predators, preferably. There's mm-hmm. some vegetation. So they look for all these things and they communicate and then they all basically pick the same spot and they like go on land together, they dig yeah. their nests, they have their eggs, and then they leave. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have... Females can lay... How many is it? One to two clutches of eggs during the dry season, which is from the months of July to October, and they do that every other year, so they don't have babies every year. They can mm-hmm. have one to two clutches every year, and a clutch size is anywhere between 7 to 39 okay. eggs, which is a decent amount. And then, um, the, oh, also when they're looking for where to have their babies, they're trying to find areas that aren't going to flood because they don't want their babies to die. Mm -hmm. So they're looking for good elevation spots as well. Um. That makes sense. And then when the wet season hits, the babies will hatch. Um. And so the they are reported to live for about 38 to 40 years, but that's not necessarily true because there okay. is a turtle that we'll talk about later in captivity that is in his 60s. Hmm. So, and then they have no idea how long they live in the wild. <laughs> they have no idea. There's no way for them to track it. They haven't been successful in tracking their age in the wild. But they were like, in captivity, they can live for 30 to 40 years. 
But yeah. they actually can live 50 to 60 years and then some. So huh. it's okay. hard to know. If you give them the right environment and the right diet, they can live a very long time. Because the one we'll talk about later is very old, but doing just fine. Um, And then the turtles in Australia tend to be larger. So they actually have larger, like a larger amount of eggs. Mm -hmm. Um, than those that live in New Guinea who are smaller. So the larger the turtles, the more eggs they lay. And then their eggs are white and spherical and they're brittle-shelled and they incubate for, it said, 102 days. And then once the yolk is absorbed, which is approximately 69 days, uh, then the hatching can be delayed up to 50 days and they stop developing until the rainy season begins, which then results in the nest becoming flooded. And then with the oxygen levels dropping, that's what triggers them to hatch. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. It is very interesting. So it's like decent amount of incubating time to grow yeah. them. And then they just like pause <laughs> for up to 50 <laughs> days until... Until, basically, their nest starts to flood and they're like, oh, no, we can't breathe. We need to hatch now. Great. Right. We're alive. <laughs> um, because it's the best time to be alive, I guess. Uh, they do like the rain and the wet weather. Yeah, that makes uh, sense. And, yeah. So, they <laughs> are lighter in colored when they are first born and then they get darker as they age and they lose that white band as they get older as well. And okay. when they're first born, they're about 57 millimeters, which is just over two inches long. And their shell is bordered with a serrated, like, edge, and it disappears after about a month. So, Interesting. Yeah, I think it's a protection thing to keep that predators, because yeah. it, like, would hurt, you know? Right, so. right. But then as they yeah. grow, they get older. They don't yeah. need it as much. Exactly, because they're in the water, and they're much safer in the water. Yeah. So, yeah. All right, and now time for cool, weird, random facts slash lightning round. (laughs) Can you imagine? I don't know, because you know how, like, turtles are supposed to be slow or whatever. I'm imagining, like... This little pig-nosed turtle having, like, Thor's power <laughs> of lightning. Pew! Because <laughs> like it'd be thing, slow. Like, really, really <laughs> fast. <laughs> Imagine it'd take forever to call the lightning, but once the lightning's there, it'd be, like, immediate. And then he's like, <laughs> oh, I did the wrong thing. <sighs> you know? <laughs> Everything's just in slow mo. A really big build up for like a really quick attack. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel like everyone would just be like standing there confused, like, what is actually happening? But then yeah. the turtle would win. <laughs> right. And then the lightning comes out of nowhere. <laughs> That's right. And then everyone gets shocked and dies. Yeah. <laughs> shocked in many ways. Shocked by the lightning and shocked that this little turtle has lightning power. True, true. And with his serrated yeah. shell. <laughs> that's <Serrated>. soft. <laughs> Alright. So, like we said, their nose is used for snorkeling in the murky water, and it also mm-hmm. contains sensory receptors that are used to detect and locate their prey. 
And then they also have well-developed inner ears, which are capable of detecting a wide range of sound frequencies. So they can hear quite well. That's pretty cool. Yep. And then they can see, but not... Like, they see well, just the... They live in murky water. It's kind of hard to see in murky water. But they see well for where they live and for their eyesight. It's pretty average, I guess. Um... And then they are, they have, they, they provide an ecosystem service when having their babies, they're actually helping to aerate the soil from when they dig their nesting holes, which is very helpful. So thank you, pignose turtles. (laughs) Yes. Uh, The pignose turtles are the only freshwater turtle that have flippers. All the rest of them do not. So they're the only ones with flippers. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, they can submerge underwater. They're able to submerge underwater up to seven meters deep, which is about 23 feet. Oh, wow. That's pretty yeah. deep. That's, they can go yeah. pretty deep. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, I thought of a joke. So they're the only freshwater turtle with flippers. Mm-hmm. So they're the only freshwater turtle that can flip you off. I thought you were going to make, like, an ish joke. Like, they're only freshwater-ish. They're only flipper-ish. They're only flippin'-ish. You flippin'-ish turtle. I'll flip you. Ish. Oh, flippin'-ish. Oh, flip-ish. That's great. Flippin'-ish. Anyways. They can also apparently go pretty deep, so. <laughs> yes, they can. Because I was thinking about it, I was like, I can only go to, like, the 10 to 11 foot, like, deep in a pool. Yeah, and that's now like double that. <laughs> right? And I'm like, oh. I'd get to the bottom and immediately have to go straight for the top as fast as I can. I'd run out yeah. of air. So. Um, they, uh. They where is that one? Oh, well actually, yeah. Okay, I'm gonna save that one for last, which kinda ties into that one a little bit, but I have some uh pet trading facts that are a little sealed. Um okay. so the Pignos turtle is, as we know, under threat from exotic pet traders and illegal pet trading. Um And so there was a report with findings that between the years of 2003 and 2013, more than 80,000 of the turtles were confiscated within 30 different seizures. Certain seizures. That's so many. Yeah. And one of those specific seizures was was the result in a massive bust of 8,368 turtles found smuggled inside suitcases in New Guinea and Indonesia in January of 2013. What? How? Do they put them in tanks? What do they do? How do they get them there safely? Are they dead? That's so sad. I have so many questions as to why and how. Why would you think that that's okay? I don't know. That's Uh, so many suitcases. The only... (laughs) Right? The only thing I can think of, if they're alive... Is that they had to have been babies, like itty bitty little babies. Oh yeah. Um, and if you wrap them in wet paper towel, they'll be okay because they don't mm. need to be submerged to live. They need oxygen, but they need to be moist. 
Right. That makes sense. <laughs> Can you hear my squeaky nose now? I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Squeaky sniffles. <laughs> okay. Uh. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah. Turtles. Um. So Suitcases. Their omnivorous diet is an ad an adaptation to the drastic shifts in the avail- availability of food. So, mm. pig nose truffles are actually super adaptable. They Did you just say truffles? Turtles. Did I say truffles? <laughs> I don't know if you said truffles. I heard truffles. And I was like, I feel like what I was I about just... to, and then I don't know if I corrected myself. I don't know. We'll have to listen. Pig Anyways. truffles. <laughs> so, pig nose turtles are very adaptable. Um, so they can eat an omnivorous diet because they basically just adapted to eating whatever's available to them and in supply. So based on wet and dry seasons, their food changes on what's available or based on if they're in like an estuary or in a river or in a pond, like their food options change. Um, they'll hang around like trees and stuff that like have fruit low down and nuts and they'll eat that when it falls or they try to eat the plants and insects and other fish or dead mammals. Like, they just eat what's available to them because mm. it's not always available to them. So they're that very adaptable. Sense. Ish. So, yes. Adaptable. <laughs> they're beyond ish with their adaption. Adaption. Adaptation? I don't know. Adaptation? Adaptability? <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, and then the last thing of how they're able to be submerged underwater for so long and do better in the water than we are uh, is that their plastron bones those like under part of their shell like that belly Mm -hmm. portion um are not fused uh they're not fused together so they are unable to be more efficient in their breathing so they're able to have more space and they're just more efficient in their respiration and breathing um as well as the palpalae lining i don't know some lining near the on their throat or whatever um can also absorb oxygen so that's oh. how they're able to like they're able to absorb oxygen when they're swimming underwater so. that's cool mm-hmm. did you say they how long few... they can be underwater for i did not oh okay i don't i wasn't I sure if i missed that. it no i don't think i found it. i was wondering that too let me look real quick But that's cool that their throat lining, is that what you said? Their throat lining can hold yeah, it's, oxygen? Yeah, uh, it's called the palpalae lining. Hmm. So it's the palpalae and it lines the throat and it okay. can absorb oxygen when they're swimming underwater. Can you imagine if we could do that? They if can hold it and they oxygen. said in quotes 30 minutes. Oh, that's a long time. So I don't know if it's... They're like, they can only, quote, only hold it for 30 minutes. So I don't know if it's like, because 30 minutes is a really long time. So they're like, only 30 minutes or what. But yeah. they can hold it for a while and they can absorb oxygen in other ways. So That is cool. 
and very effectively and efficiently because they're very good at adapting. <clears throat> Ish. Ish. <laughs> Omnivore-ish. Omnivore. Ish. Om, om. <laughs> okay, Om-ish. So- Om-ish. <laughs> Om-ish. <laughs> Are you Amish? Um, Nish? (laughs) Uh, You ready for the famous one I was able to find? Yes. All right. His name is Freddy, and he lives at the Bronx Zoo. Guess how long he has been, or what year he uh, was at the zoo. Like, he's been at the zoo since this year. Guess the year. Oh. Um... 1956. Oh my gosh, you're so close. Oh, really? Two years off. (laughs) That's so awesome. Uh, 1958. Oh, wow. Okay, cool. I feel like, I don't know why I picked 1956. Sounded like a good number. Inspiration. Yeah, cool. That's pretty, that's a long time. And he's still alive? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. All right. I apologize now that my dog is barking. She's really annoying and I'm sorry. Anyways, <laughs> okay. Carrying on. <clears throat> We're all about animals, right? Yes. So yes. here's the sound of animals. <laughs> Specifically mine. <laughs> barking. <laughs> Not a pig-nosed turtle. Okay. So, yes. He's been at the zoo since 1958. And then, so in 2015, he was 57 years old and there's an article about him. And then I was like, but is he still alive? Because I was like, I found that article. I was like, he's 57. And I was like, mm-hmm. that was in 2015. Is he still alive? And then yeah. I found a tweet of him in 2020. And it's a tweet of him swimming around, which the um, link to that tweet is in our resources. Cute. And then there's another video of him on Facebook from August of 2021. Um, so Cute. just a couple weeks ago, uh, which now makes him 62 to 63 years old. Aww. So. That's cute. There you go. Zero. He's still Little alive. Old man. His name is Freddy. Mm-hmm. He's just the pig nosed turtle at the just Bronx. Just swimming zoo. around. Yep. Enjoying, Enjoying his life. life. <laughs> <laughs> He's been there for a good long while. <laughs> oh, that is a long time. And then I tried to find some stories about them since there was, like, aboriginal drawings and stuff, but I couldn't find Mm -hmm. anything. Uh, The only story I could find wasn't... I don't know if it's necessarily the pig-nosed turtle story, but they did find a prehistoric... So if they found a fossil in what is known as the prehistoric seas of Utah, which Mm. I found to be crazy... It's 76 million years old, and or it's a 76 million year old extinct species of sea turtle known for its weird pig-like snout. And oh. then, quote, it is anatomically, it's one of the most bizarre turtles that ever lived, is what the people who were studying it said. That's um, pretty they cool, said though. That Back in the day, Louisiana, or not Louisiana, Utah used to be more like Louisiana's kind of atmosphere and climate, so that's how they're able to That would make sense as to why it was there, yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Back so, in my day, we had yeah. turtles in Utah who <laughs> swam around in the what would you, what did you call it? The boy blackish, brackish, brackish, brackish water. The brackish With water. Their pig snout noses and their little flippers. <laughs> they would flip all the time. Those flippity flippish flippers. They are flippish flippers. They are flippish. Flippish awesome. <laughs> Flippish kidding me right now. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> Flippish. I want to teach my future child to swear. You flippish. <laughs> you little flippish you. <laughs> oh gosh. Um so is the pig-nosed turtle the right pet for you? Uh, no. Not for me, do at you, least. Do you want to find out, <laughs> listeners, if uh, this potentially legal or illegal animal is the right pet for you? <laughs> it's legal-ish. <laughs> it's legal-ish. It's a gray area in some in some ways. Um, They're not illegal to own. I think it's just illegal to get them in certain ways. And, uh... It's illegal to illegally transport them <laughs> and import them. So if you get them illegally, then no bueno. So if you do decide you want one as a pet, go about it the right way. It might not be the easy way, but it's the right way. And you're more guaranteed to have a healthy turtle. Um, so the things you need in order to have one is a giant tank because they get big and you want them to be able to grow to their average maximum size otherwise they will have more health problems um so they need either a really really big tank or a protected pond because they can live in a pond you just have to make sure nothing's going to eat your turtle um and you also need to make sure you have it with uh, regulated water temperatures. Oh. I'm so ready for you to say. You just have to make sure nothing eats your turtles. And that you don't eat your turtle. Like, <laughs> what? Uh, no. Yes, don't eat your turtle. That's where I thought you were going with it. I was like, nope. no. Nope, that's not where I was going with it. No. Um, that makes more sense. Yes, regulated water temperatures, <laughs> and then you need to keep the tanker pond very clean because they are sub- subjectable. I don't know. They can get infection easily and get mm-hmm. sick, so you want to make sure you keep everything clean so that way they don't get infections. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have to remember... They live a very long time, so if you want one, you have to be willing to take care of it for 40 to 50 to 60 years. They are your lifelong companion. They may outlive you, (laughs) so make sure you have something set up. It is the opposite of most pets. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's like, what is it, the cockapos cockapos that live like really, really long? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's like that. They live a very long time. Yeah, yeah. So be prepared to either be outlived by your turtle or 
take care of it until your old age because it's going to be around for a long time. If I got one now and it lived, let's see, 40 years, I would be, what, almost 70? Yeah. Is that right? Almost 60? How old am I now? In my 20s. What's <laughs> 20s? Plus. I'd be like almost 70 because I'd yeah. be in my late 60s. Yeah. So crazy. So make sure <laughs> you're prepared for the commitment of the yeah. time and all of the cleaning. And make remember, sure your turtle is in your will. <laughs> yes. That, At that point. Yes. Yes, very much so. Uh, also, make sure that you remember that they are not cuddly animals. You what? can't take them out of their tank or their pond to snuggle and play with them. That's what? not how it works. They don't cuddle. It's best to handle them like super minimal. <laughs> They're Pickle. not like a normal. Like I had a pet turtle when I was a. Uh, 10 or so years ago and you could pull him out and play with him and like watch him run around and I could put him in and out of his tank and he did fine but these turtles you can't do that with you can't just take them out of their tank whenever you want but that's what I wanted to do with my pet you wanted to cuddle your leathery turtle yeah your ish turtle I thought it would help my skin ish if I cuddled with it (laughs) oh gross (laughs) Imagine it being like trying to cuddle a wet tire. <laughs> Ew. With its little <laughs> nose just like, what are you doing? Put me back. <laughs> Except for it doesn't snort. Like yeah. It should. It should. What if it does snort? That'd be so cute. That would be really cute. Uh-huh. Yes. Um, and then the other things is you, in order to get them, you have to make sure you have the proper paperwork and you don't get them from any legal pet trade. So make sure you get them from a reliable source. So and me. that can be expensive. I did some research on how much they cost. So a really good reliable source of someone that gets healthy ones and is like knows what they're doing can cost anywhere from $600 to $2,450. Holy so they're not cheap. S- Smokes. Not even to cuddle with. Yeah, they're not cheap. And it's recommended, like highly recommended, that anyone who wants a pet, a uh, pig nose turtle, make sure that you already have experience in taking care, taking care of and raising turtles if you're going to have it in captivity because they are high maintenance. Nah, so. This is my first turtle. And this is the turtle I wanted because right. it's got a little pig nose, just like mm-hmm. me. They're cute, and that's the thing is, like, so people, like, what is it, people who have them and have babies, and they're like, I'm just selling them because I'm trying to clear up space or, you know, right, like, don't want them anymore. It's like, don't just buy them from anyone willing to sell them to you <laughs> because yeah. they need to do their research that they're sending them to someone that can actually take care of them. Right. So, no, that makes sense, too. If they're willing to sell it to anyone, it's probably not the best person to get it from. Unless so, you're actually fully prepared, and then you can maybe rescue them or something. But. Yeah. This is probably not the best pet for me-ish. It is uh, flippin'-ish not the pet for me. <laughs> <laughs> I can handle a small turtle, but not one that's going to potentially live past me and need, like, a ginormous room-sized tank. What? 
that's not what you've always wanted to install into your house. Maybe if I was a billionaire and I could have like a zoo, if I had my own zoo. <laughs> you know, I know someone. Do you? <laughs> I love it. That's what I've got for you guys. Pig nose turtle. Pig nose turtles. Also known as the fly river turtle. That's not as cute. No, but that's where they were first found, so that's why they have that name. Oh, that. And then they got yeah. the pig nose because they look like they have a pig nose. So yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Cute. Yeah. What so is the famous one's name? Freddy. Freddy. Thanks, Freddy. Thanks for existing. Yes. Happy 63 years worth of birthdays, Freddy. Yes, yes. Whether you're already 63 or gonna be. I hope you just keep oinking around. <laughs> ish. Ish. Oinking ish. Keep flippish. Keep flipping those people. <laughs> you can be omni ish. <laughs> Omnivore. <laughs> thanks nicole yeah well until next time everyone have a flippinish awesome day (laughs) (laughs) bye bye thank you so much for joining us animal lovers this has been the animal facts podcast with nicole and jayla Please rate, review, and tell all your friends so we can continue with your support and sharing fun animal facts with you. We are also looking forward to hearing from you, our listeners, so feel free to email us at animalfactspodcast at gmail.com with facts you want us to cover, facts you want us to correct, cool or crazy stories you have involving animals we have talked about in the past or may be talking about in the future, or any wild or domesticated (laughs) animals you'd like us to research and add to our list. We want to hear from you and feature your stories as well, so feel free to email them to us. You can also follow us on Instagram at Animal Facts Podcast for updates and other random things. Click the link in the description for our resources, merchandise, and other cool things. Thank you for listening, liking, subscribing, and supporting us in our animal discoveries and adventures. Our awesome drum roll is provided by my really cool brother and father-in-law, Ethan and Kent Polson. And a special thanks to my best friend, Jewel, for our music. Until next time, bye! Are you ready for kind of a gross-ish fact? Oh, gross-ish. I don't know if I'm ready for a gross-ish. Yes, I'm ready. I'm always ready. Well, it's not... I, I don't know. I don't think it's that <laughs> gross. It could be worse. Um, We've probably had worse already. We have. Okay, cool. I'm ready. So this gross-ish fact is that several species of birds keep cool by defecating on themselves. So pooping Ooh. on themselves. Gross. Yep. The it's called um, urohydrosis. U r o h i d r o s i s urohydrosis. Um, and it's done by storks, condors, flamingos, and vultures um, to keep themselves cool. And basically, they just poop on their feet and then they don't wash it off. Gross. Uh, yeah. So it's so common that it's kind of the equivalent to sweating. Um, oh. In- and yeah, instead of water, these birds kind of sweat a mixture of feces and urine. Uh, and then they just kind of let it be on their 
own legs. Um, the powder left behind uh, can protect them from the sun, apparently. So. Interesting. So it also becomes like sunscreen. Yeah, but it's all natural. Oh. <laughs> yeah, let me smear some natural sunscreen on you. Yeah. Gross. Um, so it's kind of gross. If they, uh, I did read somewhere that if they don't clean it off, then uh, the poop just builds up and then they cause bruises on their legs or feet because it's so heavy and it's oh, gosh. gross. There's so. some heavy dumps. <laughs> yep, yep. So um, I just want you to keep in mind next time you're all sweaty and hot bothered, you could also be pooping and peeing on yourself and that could be worse-ish. <laughs> Bother. I don't know. You're all sweaty and gross and sticky. Gross. Just it could be worse. I could be pooping on myself. Yeah. Next time you work out, think of how sweaty you are and then think of it as pee and urine. Or <laughs> poop and urine, I guess. Uh yeah. Gross. So. Cool. Cool. That's my gross ish fact. Yes. You made it. Way worse than it needed to be. <laughs> Sorry. By giving me some gross imagery. Yeah. It's not the same as butt stress. Instead, it's a uh, sweaty poop. <laughs> yeah. Sweat. Poop sweat. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Poopy sweat. <laughs> sweaty poop. <laughs> That'd be so gross. <laughs> what if oh, your poop, poop just started sweat. sweating? <laughs> gross. I would be so, so disturbed and so scared that it was alive. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Ugh. Sweaty poop. We'd have some other problems. I mean, would it be the same as like when bacon sweats? It's basically the grease and the oil melting. Mm. Mm. How much fat is in my poop at that point? Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Talking about things that you can find in your poop. <laughs> <laughs> Sweat. Gross. Oh man. I hope Gross. I never find sweat in my poop. <laughs> I hope you never do either. Thanks. I don't think I'll ever get close enough. I hope not. Or it'll be oh. yeah, I don't even know. Anyways. Nope. Nope. That's all folks. Ish. 